This afternoon, I'd like you to think about some of the friends that you have. How do you act around them? Do you act differently around different friends? Now, I don't want to speak for anyone here, but I know that I do find myself acting differently around different friends. Now, why is that? Is it because we want to make them feel more comfortable, or are we trying to fit in with them? Are our friends leading us to everlasting life, or could they be leading us to everlasting damnation? Tonight we're going to be seeing what God has to say about friendships and who we should look to to make our friends. And we're going to start by looking at the negative impacts that certain friends can uh, have on us. We're going to open our study with Psalms chapter 1, and we'll read verses 1 through 6. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. That's about as straightforward as it can get. If we choose to be with godly-minded people, then we will be blessed. There in verse 6 it says, The way of the ungodly shall perish. Why would we want to risk perishing just so we can be friends with somebody who's popular or cool? Why would we even want to risk that? Next we'll read Proverbs chapter 4, verse 14. Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Here's another very straightforward verse. Don't enter the path of the wicked. Because when we do, we're on their path. We're going down the same road they are when we choose to be with wicked people and participate in the things they participate in. And we may say, well, I'll influence them. They won't influence me. But that's very good, and that's awesome that we want to do that. But how many people do we know that they thought that, and it didn't work out the way that they thought? And now they're on the same path. I'll tell you, I know a few, and one is too many. Next, we're going to read Proverbs chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path, for their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Here in Proverbs, God is telling us not to walk with them, which is the wicked people, for their feet run to evil. They seek out evil things. They're wanting to do things that is against God. And they aren't just falling into the trap that the devil has laid for them. They're seeking it out. And they will lead us right into that trap with them if we allow ungodly people to influence us. Next we'll read Psalms chapter 37, verses 14 through 20. The wicked have drawn out the sword and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy and to slay such as be of upright conversation. Their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. 
they shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of lambs. They shall consume, and to smoke they shall consume away. The upright will not be ashamed when evil is brought upon them. If we are upright, then we won't be ashamed uh, while we're here on earth. If, if we stay on that upright path, then no evil will, will make us ashamed. But the wicked, in the end, will be ashamed. And they aren't going to stop their wicked habits and behaviors. But ultimately, they shall perish. And it says they shall consume. And that didn't really sound right to me. I was like, how are they going to consume if they're about to perish? And the Strong's defines this word as to mean to end. So it's basically the same word as perish. Now, I'm not saying that it is sinful to have ungodly friends or people who don't believe in God as your friends. That's not true at all. But when we give them influence over us, and if we value and hold, what, hold their beliefs to, to any value in our minds, then they will have that influence over us. And that's when it could be dangerous to be around that person very much. Have you ever been on a road trip, maybe in unfamiliar territory, and you or a driver makes a wrong turn? And you, you can continue to stay lost and wandering around and not knowing where you're going, or you can stop, pull out your phone, and look up the right path to get back on. In our life, our friends can lead us to make wrong turns. And we will stay lost if we don't get out the guidebook and get back on that upright path. Next, we'll read Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Here we read that if we make companions of fools, which is people who do not observe God's word or use it as any standard in their lives, if we make friends of those people, Proverbs says we will be destroyed. Our spirits will be destroyed in everlasting damnation because of a friend who led us astray when we could have easily dropped them and saved our souls from everlasting punishment, but instead we chose to be friends with that person, and they guided us down the path of wickedness. 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 2. Of the nations concerning which the Lord said unto the children of Israel, Ye shall not go in to them, neither shall they come unto you, for surely they will turn your heart away after their gods. Solomon clave unto these in love. In this verse, we see King Solomon's downfall as well as the rest of Israel. Solomon had been blessed with much wisdom, as we know, and still he made poor friend choices. And he even made spouses of some of those people who God told them not to associate with. And the children of Israel followed. God told them not to associate with these people because they could turn their hearts away from him. And what did they do? They did it anyways. And their hearts were led astray because of the people who they chose to be friends with. And they chose their friends' opinions over God's. The same thing could happen to us today. And it may not be worshiping an idol. It may be if some friend got us to try a substance that clouded our mind and we became addicted to that substance, we, can, we would become servants to that. And we cannot serve both God and our addictions. Next we'll read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Be not deceived. Don't think it will be okay. Don't let your guard down and give evil communications any place in your heart. Paul writes that they will corrupt your good manners. Everything that you've learned about God's word and all your godly values will be corrupted. 
Now, I've had friends who we've been in one group of people and they've acted one way, and then we go to a different group and they act a different way. And I've also found myself doing that at times as well. And if we spend all of our time with people who act incorrectly, they will eventually corrupt our godly convictions and cause us to not hold God's value so highly anymore. In closing, we're going to look at the positive impacts that certain friends can make on us. And we'll start with Psalms verse, or chapter 18, verse 25. With the merciful, thou wilt show thyself merciful. With an upright man, thou wilt show thyself upright. When we make friends with upright people, we will also be upright. And it could be us that needs to be that upright friend for someone else. And we could be that upright friend for each other if we choose to be the right, if we choose to make the right friends with upright people. Next we'll read Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Now I know we've already read this verse, but this time I want to look at it in a little different light. God has clearly told us that if we walk with Christians, which is the wise people here, then we will be the same. Why would we not want to listen to God and make friendships with people that will help us reach heaven instead of people that will push us towards hell? In this verse, there's another example of how godly influences can change us. What is it? It's wisdom. How do we get wisdom? If we read in Job chapter 28, verse 12, But where shall wisdom be found, and where is the place of understanding? Job asks, where can we find wisdom and understanding? And if we read down in verse 28, God tells us, And unto man he said, Behold the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. The fear of the Lord is wisdom. Depart from evil is understanding. If we will depart from those who are evil and not give their ways any influence on our life, then we will gain understanding. And with understanding comes wisdom. The more we understand God's word, the stronger we can become as Christians and the closer we can come to God. Next we'll read Hebrews chapter, 20, or chapter 10, verse 24. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and good works. Here we're told to provoke one another to love and good works. He's telling us to help one another so that we will do good instead of evil things. When we are provoking one another to do good, it makes it easy to do God's will. And if we have friends with people who don't care about God, sooner or later they will provoke us to deny God and to walk down the path of the wicked. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 says, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Paul says don't use your words to tear others down, but rather to build them up. Again, we need to try to be that upright friend for other people as well. But if we become unequally yoked with um, the wrong, can't overcome the right. And we need to have godly friends and influences that will help us help them. It can't be a one-way deal if we are not willing to be influenced by our godly friends and our ungodly friends are not willing to be influenced by us, then it's time to stop, turn around, and get back on the right road. This summer I was able to be around a lot of Christian kids my age. We went to plenty of church meetings and had a lot of good, clean fun. And they had a positive influence on me to be a better person. And I hope that I was able to have a positive influence on them as well. And it was much easier to be the kind of Christian that I needed to be 
when I had those godly influences surrounding me. And when we give godly, godly people influence over us rather than ungodly, that will make our lives easier to serve God. We're going to close with Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. We need to be aware that our friends can affect our hearts, but the root of that effect starts within us. We must be surely rooted in God's word and diligently studying God's word and keeping, to keep our hearts and minds on that upright path. When our heart wavers, it takes our hands off the steering wheel and makes way for that incorrect influence to turn us onto the wrong path. Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. If you'd like to know more about this subject or any other Bible topic, send us a message at our Facebook page, The Church of Christ, Wheeler Area.